Broken Realms author, D. W. Moneypenny published, 28th of April 2014 ISBN 13-9780996076418 Goodreads rating, 3.67 out of 5 reviewed, August 2014. Broken Realms is a brilliant science fiction novel and the first installment of The Chronicles of Mara Lantern by D.W. Moneypenny. Set in present-day Oregon, it deals with metaphysical ideas and bizarre creatures, a very intriguing read. Mara Lantern is a young adult who has left school to work in a gadget repair shop, where her natural talent for restoring machinery is put to good use. At the commencement of the book, she is being driven to the airport by her new age-obsessed mother in order to fly out to San Francisco to visit her father. Once the plane is airborne, it is clear there is something terribly wrong. Bright blue light flashes throughout the aircraft and the passengers around Mara appear to be distorting, growing fangs and snouts and changing eye color. What is even stranger is a red-headed boy is running down the aisle, closely pursued by a clone of Mara. In an attempt at an emergency landing, The plane crashes into the Columbia River, a crash impossible to survive, but everyone does. All the passengers and crew are pulled out of the river unharmed, all except Mara, who is found unconscious on the pavement with a head wound. Detective Daniel Bohannon is assigned to the case to investigate the cause of the crash, but when some of the survivors start displaying superhuman or animalistic traits, it becomes clear this is no ordinary situation. Whilst the investigation continues, Mara begins to deal with what she saw on the plane. With the help of a fellow survivor, Ping, and the red-headed boy, Sam, who claims he is her brother, she begins to learn that her world, her life and human existence, in general, is not all she believed it to be. Although Broken Realms is accurately described as a science fiction and fantasy novel, there were times, particularly during the police investigations, when it also felt a little like a crime thriller. There is nothing particularly bad about that, but to begin with, It was as though two different genres were competing with each other depending on which character's point of view was being read. What helped to make this book so great were the excellent writing skills of D.W. Moneypenny. It was written so clearly that vivid images came to mind whilst reading. The pace of the narrative was quick, and at no point did it stop being exciting. Another good thing, admittedly others may not see it as such, was that there were no romantic attachments between the characters to detract from the main storyline. This meant the novel was completely focused on the plot without unnecessary interruptions. Broken Realms is a highly recommended book for science fiction and fantasy lovers. It leaves the reader wanting to know what is going to happen next. So now the wait for the next book in the Chronicles of Mara Lantern begins. The 100? Author, Cass Morgan. Published, 3rd of September 2013. ISBN 13.0. 9780316234511 Goodreads rating, 3.57 out of 5 Reviewed, August 2014 The recently televised novel The 100 by Cass Morgan is the first in a unique dystopian series set centuries into the future. Cataclysmic nuclear and biological wars rendered Earth uninhabitable, forcing humans to create a new life in space on a large ship. 300 years later, scientists judge that the harmful radiation that destroyed Earth may have reduced or even completely disappeared, meaning that the planet would finally be safe for humans. To test this theory, the colony sends 100 adolescent lawbreakers with a mission to begin to recolonize Earth. The novel is told from the point of view of four characters, Clark, Wells, Bellamy, and Glass. The first three are on the drop ship to Earth, 
but glass escapes at the very last second and remains behind. Although there may be a hundred people on this mission, none of them has any idea what to expect or how to live on a planet. It does not help matters when the dropship crash lands, leaving them, particularly Clark, the only one with medical knowledge, in an even more difficult situation than they were anticipating. Meanwhile, back on the ship, Glass discovers that human life may be in as much danger there as it would be on Earth. Each character has flashbacks to their life on the ship, which gradually reveals the events leading up to them being convicted as criminals and thus sent to their new lives or even possible deaths. Due to this, there was less action set on Earth than there could have been, there was not enough time for a Lord of the Flies situation to arise. Yet, it was fascinating to imagine their reaction to the first time they saw the sunset or felt the rain, being mesmerized by birdsongs and enjoying their first ever piece of meat. As with most young adult novels, there is the inevitable romance theme consisting of conflicting feelings and love triangles. The overall situation some of the main characters found themselves in was due to actions they committed in the name of love. Sometimes this theme could get a little annoying and hinder the dystopian side of the story, but it would not have been able to function without these elements. Cass Morgan concludes the 100 at the peak of the climax, leaving us desperately wanting to find out what happens next. This is a highly recommended book for young adult readers who love science fiction. The Giver Author, Lois Lowry Published, 26th of April 1993 ISBN 13-9780385732550 Goodreads Rating, 4.13 out of 5 Reviewed, October 2014 It has been over 20 years since Lois Lowry's controversial children's story The Giver was published, and it certainly deserves its status as an essential modern classic. Jonas has grown up in the perfect world of the community whose survival relies on strict rules and rituals. Adults are assigned spouses and children, one boy and one girl, as they take up their roles within society. At the beginning of the book, Jonas is approaching the end of his 11th year and feeling apprehensive about the ceremony of 12, where he will be assigned a job for him to do for the rest of his adult life. Jonas gets selected as the receiver of memory, a very rare position, and begins to experience memories from humans who lived a long time ago. For Jonas, this is exciting until he begins to see the flaws in his perfect world. Dystopian literature has become popular over the past few years, and it would not be surprising if it were The Giver that inspired these contemporary works. Lowry claims that she did not intend for The Giver to have a sinister feel about it, she was writing an adventure story and exploring the concept of the importance of memory, but it turned out to be much more thought-provoking. As the children's novelist Margaret May, The Haunting, pointed out, up until the publication of this novel in 1993, Lowry was best known for her funny stories about Anastasia Krupnik, resulting in The Giver being even more shocking and unexpected. The Giver highlights that attempting to produce perfection can often result in the loss of good things as well as the bad. The notion of the ideal world may seem like a wonderful proposal, but in order to achieve it humans would have to do away with free choice. In ironing out the inequalities and injustices of the present world, everything becomes the same for each individual. It is a difficult concept to grasp, particularly for a child. Although intended as a children's series, The Giver and its following installments are more suitable for young adults and older. The only issue with this is that the writing style was targeted at a younger audience meaning that the story is short and lacks depth. If written for older readers, there would have been the scope for it to become a much lengthier novel. 
There are a lot of mixed reviews surrounding this book, although they have changed greatly since the original publication. To begin with, The Giver was banned in some areas, but the dystopian theme has become accepted in today's society. What many people comment on now is the oversimplification of such strong ideas. Then again, as already mentioned, it needs to be emphasized that this book was aimed at children, thus the language reflects the reading skills of its target audience. The Giver is a gem of a book that is not only enjoyable, but also educates the reader on the dangers of attempting a utopian society and why it is important to retain human memories, even the bad, in order that wisdom can exist. Those who have become fans of contemporary dystopian novels, for example, Divergent by Veronica Roth or Delirium by Lauren Oliver, will love this series. Our Zoo Author, June Motter's Head Published, 9th of October 2014 ISBN 13, 9781472226358. Goodreads rating, 4.15 out of 5. Reviewed, October 2014. Many people in Britain may have recently watched the drama series Our Zoo on BBC One about the Mottershead family who moved to Oakfield, Upton, in 1930 with the aim of building a zoo without bars. Based on a true story, the drama over-exaggerated the difficulties the family faced in developing what became the famous Chester Zoo. Until 2010 when TV producer Adam Kemp approached her, June Motters had never thought about making her history available to the public. The truth had to be bent slightly for the television production with the removal of certain characters, added romance, and laws prevented chimpanzees from being filmed. So, June Motters had has penned the true story, also called Our Zoo, which is just as fascinating as the scenes shown on screen. June was only four when she moved to Upton with her parents, grandparents, her 14-year-old sister Muriel, and a selection of animals. The BBC One drama only focused on her father, George, seeking permission to build his zoo despite the petition against it. In the book, this occurs within the first few chapters, then continues until June's marriage to her husband Fred Williams in 1949. The period of the narrative also jumps around depending on the animals or events that June is describing. A large chunk of the book focuses on the effect the Second World War had on the zoo. As can be expected, the rationing of vital products took its toll on the animals' diets, and although the zoo never took a direct hit, the Liverpool Blitz caused havoc by destroying the glass tanks in the aquarium. On the other hand, the number of animals rapidly grew, as it was not just humans that became refugees during the war. It was a delight to read about June's relationships with some of the animals, particularly Mary the chimpanzee, who was also June's best friend as a child and behaved in a human-like manner. As well as the happy moments, there were the inevitable upsetting accounts of the deaths of some of the animals, either from old age, illness or accidents. While our zoo cannot be described as a novel, it neither has the feel of an autobiography. The conversational tone of the writing made it a pleasure to read and easy to visualize the scenes. This easy-to-read book is a strong recommendation for those who enjoyed the BBC adaptation and wish to find out what happened next. It does not matter if you have not watched the drama, as it is still a fascinating story to read. The Outcasts Author, John Flanagan Published, 1st of March 2012 ISBN 13-9780440869924 Goodreads Rating 4.38 4.38 out of 5. Reviewed, October 2014. 
The Outcast is the first book in the Brother Band Chronicles about teenage Hal and his small team of misfit friends. Set in times when to be a warrior and be part of a crew on a wooden ship were some of the highest honors, all boys, when approaching the age of 16, have to endure months of exhausting training. The popular boys form brother bands containing the candidates with the most potential, leaving Hal and seven other social outcasts to form another group, the Herons. Despite their severe disadvantage, Hal must encourage the Herons to use their brains to outwit the strength of the other brother bands and defeat them at the challenges the instructors set and become the ultimate winners. Hal is an instantly likable character. He is talented, intelligent, kind and thoughtful, and makes an excellent and inspiring team leader. Although this book is set in a fictional historical period, there are many things that a young reader can relate to, for example, bullying and racial discrimination. As well as the brother band training, there are a lot of ship and sailing references, which may appeal to male readers of a certain age. The author, John Flanagan, realizes that many people today would not be familiar with the ins and outs of sailing and has included a glossary explaining numerous nautical terms used during the novel. These are defined in an easy-to-understand way, as the target audience is those aged 10 and upwards. There is a limited number of female characters, suggesting that these chronicles are written with male teenage readers in mind. Despite this, it is still an enjoyable, exciting book regardless of your gender. The character developments are excellent, and the Herons are an admirable team. Initially, it took a while to get into the story. The reader does not meet Hal until part 2 of 4 because it begins 12 years before the main timeline. Throughout this section, the only characters are adults, to which the target audience is less likely to relate. For this reason, and due to some of the violence, I would recommend this book for ages 13 and older rather than the 10 plus suggested on the back cover. Overall, Brother Band, The Outcasts is a brilliant book, and it was refreshing for a young adult novel not to revolve around a romantic relationship. The next book in the series promises to be as exciting as the first. Dash. My blogs are now available to listen to as podcasts on the following platforms, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you would like to support my blog, become a Patreon from pound5 slash m or buy me a coffee for three pounds. Thank you.